Kelly, I know they shot. <laughs> oh, fresh. Oh no, we're losing it. See, no, because I've been watching that Cardi B show. She's a fucking gangster. I'm actually in love. Cardi with B. Her. You know she was a stripper. Yeah, I don't think that there's much she hasn't done. To be honest. Yeah, well, it's pretty cool. I don't know. I'm pretty inspired. Isn't <laughs> the show? Is this was is this show new? Like, is this something she's doing now, or is it an yeah, old I think thing? So. No, I think. What's it's it new. called? Rhythm and flow. Rhythm and I think that's what it's called. Actually, I have no idea. I think I think it is. It's like a um, the voice, but for rappers, and they go. Yeah. Cardi B, Ti, and Chance the Rapper. Chance. Anyway. Anyway. Sounds good. I've watched Doctor Death. Finally. Yeah. Dr. Death. What a, um, what a, what, I just, I got no words. Do you know, I was really shitty with two, well, I was shitty with the whole thing really. Yeah. But <laughs> there were a few moments where I was like, what the actual fuck? The first one was when his nurse knew that he was like mutilating people and didn't do anything about it. And the second one was when Jerry, like, pretty much, I don't know, I don't know what Jerry's, he just didn't, it was like he didn't care. He could not admit that um, his mate had done that to him. I guess it I know. Would be easier yeah. being blissfully ignorant, but like, yeah. you know, for. Well, he was for, fully brainwashed by him. Yeah. Like, what he true. believed that he did everything he could, and the fact that Jerry was like that wasn't necessarily because of him mm. and dr was death just... was very good at blaming everybody else for problems and there would it left me with so many questions though i was like um you know why the didn't they interview that. the anaesthetists like what if he if he was so determined that the anaesthetists had done you know the wrong mm. thing or given the wrong drug and caused this or whatever then you know where was their statements and where was their involvement like the anaesthetists were very uninvolved in the whole series whereas i felt like in real life just the tv show maybe in real life yeah. they were a little bit more involved yeah well i haven't actually done any research there is a great podcast on it um Ooh. which i did listen to um like a, a bit of i didn't haven't finished it but um yeah he I mean, he just in general, he's just a massive manipulator and gaslighter. Do you know? Yeah, massive. And it was really interesting, actually, um, because a few things came up to me about theatre culture, like came up in yeah. me. And, and I thought, you know, that circulating nurse, like, which in Australia, um, I know they are called circulating. We just call them scouts, though. Scouts, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like that nurse obviously felt the need to speak up and did all the right things in my opinion and things yeah. that I would do but there are lots of people that wouldn't stand up to a surgeon and lots of people that wouldn't ask questions or be suspicious about a hole in a pair of yeah. or you know I think that there's a lot there's um a lot of room for improvement in theatre culture yeah absolutely yeah, it'd be, I'd love to talk to some like it'd be interesting to hear some doctors' perspectives, like I have spoken to doctors in the past about about co- like junior doctors about theatre culture and about the culture amongst doctors. But there's a big, wasn't there a big like expose on um, doctor culture and wasn't there a thing that came out not that long ago, maybe a couple of years? 
about how young doctors, especially young female doctors, are treated in the medical mm. field. Anyway. Anyway. Lots to be desired. Yeah. Lots left to be desired. Yeah. Lots, lots <laughs> Not left. lots to be desired. <laughs> so, hey, guys, um, Yeah. Well, you know. It, <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Life, like I was just thinking, you know, like I've tried to avoid the supermarkets and everything because, well, just panic buyers annoy the shit out of me, but like really, <laughs> just COVID could be anywhere. So I, um, but I, I like was, the panic like, buying has gone to an, to another level now. It's, it's gone, I'm yeah. going to panic buy because everybody else is going to panic buy. Yeah. So I, and I'm like a week to week shopper. Like I could probably live out of my fridge and cupboard for maybe I suppose I could live out of it for a few weeks but not like I only I need fresh stuff like fresh yeah, veggies and, and meat and milk and bread and that stuff so yeah. I um yeah so today and I was thinking fuck I need dog food like you know just those basics like toilet paper and dog food but who gives a crap shout out um non-sponsored <laughs> I only just got again just got my delivery and boom lockdown so oh, well anyway so we're good for another three months of toilet paper probably Do you know longer. what I did they said we were going to lock down, and I was like, motherfuckers, I don't have any toilet <laughs> So that day, I that that day that um, we had cases in regional Victoria, I knew that we were going to get locked down. I'm like, fuck oh, this, yeah. I'm going to buy toilet paper before all yeah. these other fuckers go get it. I um, Do you know what I do with my toilet paper? So um, Get Papped, Katie from Get Papped, she wraps her cards. Um, if it, no one knows, go and check it out, Get Papped. They have um, cards that when you turn 25, you can send to your friends to remind them to go get a cervical screening because it's very important. Anyway, she wraps her cards to protect them in the mail with her who gives a crap toilet paper. But um, I'm pretty sure she just lives with one other person. With so they the don't wrapping of the toilet paper. paper not yeah, the with the wrapping because yeah. the toilet, each individual roll comes with like really colourful wrapped paper. Yeah. And so um, she'd run out or was running out and so I <laughs> unwrapped all the rolls that I had left in my cupboard, unwrapped all the toilet rolls and posted it to her <laughs> so she could have more paper. Oh, that is brilliant. You're so good. See, just, you know, I just have to say something about Kelly, everyone. She is the kind of person, see, I'm the kind of person I think about giving someone a gift and then I go, nah. <laughs> and Kelly thinks about giving someone a gift and actually does it. <laughs> Kelly will be like thinking of someone thinking oh this made me think of you and then she'll just buy it and give it to you not me <laughs> I will pick it up and walk around in the suit in the shop with it for an hour and then before I check out I'll put it away because I'm you such an effing tight ass and because I know I will buy it and it will sit in my house for weeks and then it will never actually get to the person because yes. I'm useless at that kind of stuff and Kelly you are just so good I memory bank a lot of things. So if someone says, oh, yeah, I need one of them, or I would love that, I memory bank it. So I remember one year my mother-in-law, she, um, Ellen DeGeneres, did a um, collaboration with uh, Royal Dalton, China Wear. Okay. I think it was Royal Dalton. Anyway, That's one so of those strange. ones. Yeah, and it was like um, all a love theme and it was blue and white. And my mother-in-law is obsessed with blue and white um, crockery, like, you know, how you have okay. those beautiful plates and stuff. And um, anyway, she said, God, they're so beautiful. I love them. And then, yeah, so for 
um, her birthday, which is at the start of December, I bought her the coffee mugs from that range. Like I got online and found them and I bought them. And then I got her in Secret Santa. So I bought her little side plates to put like like cake and stuff on yeah. in, from that range too. And she's like, she's like, God, how did you even know? And I was like, because it was months before. I actually I am like, good yeah, at that with my mother-in-law too. Yeah, she'll mention something once and I'll go, whoop, put that in there. Yeah. Cause she, um, but she's one of the easiest people to buy for. I feel like yeah, so is my mother-in-law. the hardest people are the ones that never drop hints about what they want. Because I don't need anything. It's like me, Cam's like, what do you need? I'm like, I don't need anything. So if I want it, I just get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I sent her toilet paper wrapping, which I think is probably the funniest thing I've ever posted to somebody. <laughs> she was I sent toilet with paper. it though. She was. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I sent on the same day that I sent her the toilet paper wrapping, I sent my dad two bags of clinkers because he loves clinkers. So I just posted him two bags of clinkers. <laughs> See, you actually can be asked going to the post office and posting a couple of bags of clinkers. I know. It would have cost you more to post them than Probably. it did to buy them. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, anyway, too funny. Oh, you're so good. Um. See, yeah. I got I got um birth announcements for Olive, and I still have twenty out of thirty of them because I'm Sarah's so shit at giving nice. out stuff. <laughs> Where's my announcement? Yeah. Where did Sarah see it. She must have seen it somewhere. Anyway. Yeah, she would have seen it at Jess's. Yeah, okay. So me. funny. Um. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> so I ordered my. Anyway, I'm getting back to the original. Sorry, I ordered yeah. bulk dog food, um, from Big W, and then I thought, oh God, I don't want to go to Big W. Gross. But they do click and collect. So you literally go out the back, ring a bell. They bring it out, chuck it in your boots. I ordered bulk dog food, bulk um oh, I didn't know that. All you need clothes. Yeah, so they do click and collect from the back of the shop. It's great. Actually, I was really impressed by how quick and efficient it was. That's good. Um, and it was ready within like an hour of me um, doing the order, but I didn't pick it up till the next day. And then we um, went into to Woolies to get the rest of the stuff that I needed. And and they, I was quite surprised at how much stock they had. So I was like, oh, that's good. But, um, yeah, that'll be me now for an, a week. I won't need to go anywhere. But, yeah, I don't think these lockdowns, I mean, they're pretty crappy, but I think it's easy. You know, it was hard to do lockdowns before when COVID wasn't really around us anywhere. Mm. But COVID's kind of a little bit more around us being regional and, yeah. and you know, sort of. But there's been local well, cases and. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's really made you question everything and just how easy it is. And, mm-hmm. you know, friends of mine, you know, have tested positive and I think that's scary. So mm-hmm. they were doing something just everyday life. And I think yeah. all the hotspots are just everyday life places that people go. There's nothing abnormal. It doesn't look like people have been yeah. doing the wrong thing. It's I just think literally. To me it, it seems like um, the initial spark of the case is, is usually somebody doing the wrong yeah. thing. Yeah, like maybe but not, not the wrong not. thing, but you know. Um, I was talking to Bridget on Instagram today. The she was on our nursing um in the USA episode. Yes. And she was saying that it's they're having a really big spike in cases where they are. Forty thousand a day. Yeah. And they she sent me a picture of um her parking lot at the hospital they're in is now a pop-up ICU because their ICUs are full and they she's like, it is horrific. They're getting um nurses redeployed from other states um to come in because they've just got you know so many patients and not enough that stuff terrifying 
Um, and a Category 4 hurricane is on their way towards them as well. So she's like, you've got the extra pressure of that. See, this is the thing, like, um, I'm not sure how much of the US population is vaccinated, but, like, Scott Morrison saying that, oh, well, everyone's just going to have to open up. That's just going to have to be the way it is. Mm-hmm. I feel a bit like, you know, if you're looking at what's happening overseas as a predictor for the future, it's yeah. not all sunshine and rainbows. No. And our hospitals will not cope. Like, I mean, I'll never forget when COVID first came out, the government sent a survey to our hospital. Yeah. And my manager came out and said, oh, the government wants to know how many ventilators could we ha- how many ventilated patients could we have? And I'm like, none. none. One, maybe one. Yeah. I, I said one, one and all the theatre staff can work around the clock because they're the only ones who know how to use the ventilator or they know how to use an anaesthetic machine. Um, that literally would be it. And I think people forget that ICUs are full mm. on prior to a pandemic. ICUs are yeah. full. Yeah. So when Cam's dad had his heart attack um, to try and get him, you know, they had to ring around hospitals to get him a cardiac bed in the city. Yeah. So ICUs. And that happens on a good day. Yeah. ICUs don't just sit there waiting for people to come in. Like ICUs are full of patients that need it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, chuck in the added pressure. You know, anyway, we all know this. Probably everyone that's listening to this knows yeah, this. Right. And I'm sure you're all, you know, in a uh, in a situation where you're having to be mandated to have your vaccines, you know, because you are a nurse or you work in aged care. And, you know, and I'm sure there's lots of us that have issues with that. But, you know, that's what we do as nurses and we do the best that we can do. And I, am, um, I ended up getting in trouble with the Facebook powers that be um, because, <laughs> you know, all the protests were happening and, yeah. I, and I commented saying this just feels like you're spitting in the face of every healthcare worker in Australia. Mm-hmm. And, well, that was outrage to these protesters. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up um, getting a restriction put on my Facebook profile because I called someone a twat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean my, my opinions were quite valid I thought yeah <laughs> but I, yeah I do feel, I do feel like um oh and all these people like oh I bet you there's healthcare workers working among them and I thought yeah you'd fucking you'd go to a protest and then go to work the next day don't think so yeah, yeah you'd no. go to the protest and then go to work the next day and not tell anyone that you were there yeah you're right. ashamed yeah that's <laughs> But yeah, it's tough. Anyway, I'm just like, we'll how are you right. coping? Are you going okay? Yeah, I mean, I had a moment yesterday where I thought the air was a bit too scary to breathe, <laughs> and I uh, <laughs> was trapped in this like door. And it was so beautiful. The weather was so beautiful oh, yesterday, no. and I had the doors and windows all open. I mean, it was freezing. Like my house was 16 degrees inside, but I just put a jumper on because I really wanted to air it out. And then you know, I I was like, oh god, like is the air safe? And then I just had this real overwhelming like, fear of doom come over me. And, and Delta I, is so um, <laughs> contagious. I know. I feel like someone down the street sneezes and I'd be like, oh, my God, I got to go. But I was just <laughs> like, I talked myself down and I was like, you're a dickhead, Kelly. Like, you're yeah, okay. absolutely fine. The air is, you know, fresh. We live in the beautiful Australia. Like, we're going to be okay. We and live then, in the beautiful Australia. <laughs> the land of the free anyway it's um yeah but yeah I mean how are you going you're stuck at home with a baby and a to be husband. honest 
I really feel like people forgot that I had a baby four months ago. Like, especially oh, people in my family. You put up a photo today and I was like, it's as bad as Jess with Delilah. I was like, what the fuck happened to that newborn? Yeah. Like, I'm going to need a cuddle soon. I know. and But, I, but I, you know, you're not one of them. But, you know, I think, like, my cousins, and it seems to be the people that that say, oh, can't wait for you to have that baby. Oh, I'm going to be auntie this. Or, you know, it's those people that say those kinds of things that I have not heard from. And yeah. I feel like you know it's even mag it, I just feel like it's magnified because I'm like I know you fuckers are sitting at home and could ring me for a chat or <laughs> yeah. like no and well I know that you could just text me and ask me how's Ollie going like there's none of that and I feel a bit um I don't know I'm a bit sad sometimes yeah. like yesterday and it doesn't help that I got my period and yesterday I was having a really down like moment where I'm like does does anyone care that we've had a baby like I feel like people yeah. have forgotten because no one's seen her like yeah yeah I don't know I just feel like you know I just feel like a bit oh well with Isolated. me nobody cares about yeah. me kind of thing but cool. that'll pass I'm sure it will it will but I really do feel like it's going to be like well she's got two uncles that live in WA that she's never going to see um and <laughs> no not with his hard border rules and was it Mark McGowan? Mark Mark Trump, Marky Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then like other families (laughs) across the border in the border bubble that that she'll never she won't get to see them for ages. Like yeah, and I feel you know she's got three cousins over there that are dying to see her, can't see them. Like, and I know that other people have it hard too, but I guess. Um, you know, I actually like heard a really interesting and... TikTok on that everyone's got it harder situation. Yeah. And, um, someone she said it doesn't matter whether you're drowning in ten centimeters of water or a meter of water, drowning's drowning. Yeah, so so it doesn't matter that other people have problems worse than you. Mm. Your problems to you are still your problems. Yeah, I heard so... something too that was similar. That was like, um, people shouldn't, um, like what's the word for disvalidate? Like by you saying I'm struggling and then they're like, yeah, but so-and-so's got it worse. Yeah. And it's like it's it's um taking away from your experience. Yeah. And yeah. I know, but then it's so hard because you, you want to say that you're struggling or whatever or that. Um, I think you, know, you just want to recognize. Hard. Yeah. You want to know that, like you just want to show that you recognize that other people have it harder. Yeah. But, but then it, it doesn't matter at the time. Yeah. Um, well, Anyway, anyway, day brief just to check in with everybody while we're trying to get back in the swing of it. We we'll have a new episode out on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, 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 and we've got some exciting guests coming up. We've got um, an amazing uh, Aboriginal nurse and an old friend of mine. So it'll be nice to catch up with him. And we've got an episode coming up on. Doctors who kill. Yeah, stepping it up because Doctor Death has really inspired us. I know. So we'll, I've got to um, go because I've got a hungry baby. <laughs> uh, check us out on Instagram at Two Humorous Nurses Podcast. Like, share, follow. You know the drill. Yep. Tell all um, your mates. Wait, tell all your mates. Tag us in your stories. I love that. Where yes. you listening to us? All right. Talk to you all later. Okay. Bye, Kelly. Bye. Love bye. you. Ha, ha, ha.
Bye. Bye.